Hello, welcome to the Love Rosie podcast, the show discussing the 2014 film Love Rosie, five minutes at a time, with Ellen Asprey and Luke Allen. I'm one of your hosts, Luke Allen. I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Ellen Asprey. You did that so quickly. Hello. <laughs> and uh, here we are for episode 14 of the Love Rosie podcast. I, I didn't even start recording that. Oh, I've started okay. now. It's fine, no, it's fine, it's fine. Because I only said yes. So you can just put that in. That's fine. Okay. This one's a good one. It is. This is a really good one. And it kind of comes back to one of the things that we said in the earlier episodes about the poster, but we'll get on to that. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually excited to do this one. So much happens. It's It literally just flies by. It feels a lot longer than five minutes, in my opinion. So uh, we open with Rosie and Greg about to sleep together. And the music and the scene ends as Rosie takes off her shirt, which we see in the mirror. And I quite, I quite like the the like the idea. Yeah, of the, no, I was going to say that. Mirror. I, I like how they filmed it. I know it's a bit odd. It's a bit not odd thing to say that you liked how they filmed it, but I think it, it works. Although I guess it's a little bit kind of voyeuristic, like it's. Mm. Yeah. I feel like if the if the sex or like any nudity had happened from here and it was through the mirror that would feel odd that would have been a bit weird yes but i think because of we didn't really it was it was kind of a way of knowing what they were doing without showing it in a sense yeah like, I yeah think we in, saw in her... a way it gets it gets away from being pervy by doing this but if it had gone yeah. any longer it would feel really kind of creepy oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i think the timing was quite good for this bit and, and I guess as yeah. well, like they're they're the only other the only sex scene in the film was mm-hmm. them, and yeah. we saw that first time round. So in a way, it's almost like we've, it's more we've... intimate. The fact that we we move away this time. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think it makes it a lot better as well. And it's not better is in like better is in that way, but better because obviously we know their relationship before, so it's like oh my gosh, finally. But yeah. then also, are we saying finally? I don't know. It's kind of a mixed feeling with this scenario. I th- I think I'm I'm pro Greg at this time. I like, think I I'm, would say I am. Like it's it's hard to shoes actually being shoes. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard to forget what ha- what is like later. But mm-hmm. for now, oh, that's my phone. There we go. Uh, for, <laughs> for now, yeah, I think I'm pro Greg. Wait a minute, you did what? This is a man. You let you go to casualty on your own in the middle what of the night with a condom, with a condom stuck up your fanny. <laughs> and it's that's a bit yeah. odd. You saying it that? It is. Yeah. No. I. I was. <laughs> so funny. And obviously that that, that 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 final. Time I do like this bit. Is, yeah. Yeah. No, I do like this bit. This is funny, and I think this is like, it kind of, isn't Bridget Jonesy in a way, but it's just quite funny and quite. Normal. I think it's like we a realized, normal conversation. Yeah, I think we realised from me reading it that only Jamie Winstone can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think can deliver that and make that. it sound right. Yeah. Um, He's Katie's dad. You should see a little face light up when he walks in the room. They're really bonding. Of course, none of that would matter if he had a crap bod. She really worked on that thing. And my note just says, "Did anyone ever say bod?" <laughs> like that felt so. I, I, it seems quite American. No? It did. I, it, it it feels like someone trying to be cool when not being cool. And I was like, yeah. Rosie's a mum now. Has she become a Facebook I mom? don't 
Is this I'll be honest happened? though, the bit where she slurped her drink was a bit odd, in my opinion. I didn't like that. Yeah, I, I agree, but it also kind of made me chuckle. I was like, this, I don't, I don't like it, but also it was funny. It's because it she's was... trying to like, she's obvious. It's obvious that she did do stuff with him, but she's trying to hide it and just not say anything. It makes her a little, yeah. It, it's it's very childish, mm. <laughs> like yeah, which no, which is a little odd coming out of a sex scene to be like, hey, yeah. childish. You're evil, Rosie Dunn. I just want to belong to someone, Ruby. I'm tired of waiting. And it feels good with him. We're a family. I, I do genuinely believe Rosie at this point. Although a part of this scene I'm pretty sure is ADR'd because we spend a quite a lot of Rosie talking facing away from the camera. And so I think yeah, this has been it, dubbed yeah. over. It could have been dubbed over. Especially because of obviously like you don't, you just never know about the sounds because it's a hotel, isn't it? Mm. So it was probably really loud in there. Because they and definitely was... didn't hire the hotel out. Let's be real. <laughs> and I was I was looking for um for continuity issues with the with the cup, but we we can't be there for sure because we don't mm. we we only see it in one angle. But they very carefully move into close ups. So I would almost bet that maybe they had continuity issues with the cup and had to result to that choice of angles to to fight it. Yeah, maybe. Interesting. It'd be it'd be so interesting to just go on to set when they did this film. Yeah. Because there's so many things that we've kind of spoken about where it, there's just no answers to it. Because one Christine yeah, we, won't remember. So. Yeah, if we had a time machine. Or yeah. if we had the infinite ability to speak to everyone required at any point to be like, let's have this Literally. answer. Let's <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing, so. but we don't have that option, unfortunately. Because we're yeah. just a little small podcast. Then, then we've got Alex getting the wedding invite. Um, oh, this makes my heart break yeah. every time. Because you just know for a fact, like, he's looking in that and just thinking, oh, I f***ed up. Do you know what I mean? Because it's Greg. Of course he's going to think that. Yeah, and it's it's such an interesting jump ahead that weirdly is fine. Like, we've literally yes, gone from yeah, them no, sleeping agree. together to they're getting Talking married. Talking about it. Yeah, to them um, getting married. And it's 2009 is when we're at now. Uh, I, I haven't kept a <laughs> schedule to know. Um, but of course, uh, I have also forgotten how many were on Ro- about Rosie's list. But Get Married was one of them. So I guess that oh, yeah. will be ticked off this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had it all sussed. Move to Boston, study, get a great job, at 27 come back and open a hotel, then get married and have kids. So now, ticking items off the list, what does remain is... Oh, I had it all sussed. Move to Boston, study, at 27 come back and open a hotel. Well, a whole life in billet void. There may be others. I've forgotten to... The listeners don't know. I lost I feel... a lot of my Love Rosie notes uh, a few oh few weeks ago how sad so i haven't had the chance to call back on that but version of me editing this go and check but it's because it's so much effort and time and then as soon as you lose it all it's like oh yeah brilliant of course and i love how we used to send our notes to each other but now we've just kind of given up on that yeah because it's just like we'll probably end up agreeing with the each other anyway whatever yeah. we say we get the we we cut into the wedding with uh, with little things, littlest things. Sorry, playing. Oh, I like this song. Although I like this song, but I don't think it works here. Oh, okay. Maybe if the music was toned down a little bit, like I don't know. There's just something that I feel like they could have done to make it a little bit more 
in the zone. But then again, yeah, like yeah. it is, it is skipping a lot of time, so it kind of works. I, I think it's a, it. I think it's a lovely song. Mm, same. Um, but uh, and what I do like is that their marriage is bookended by Lily Allen songs. Yeah. If the listeners don't remember, like when they split, we have F- you by Lily Allen, mm-hmm. and that was a complete, you know, just because Christian just... Ditter liked Lily Allen, but at the time, <laughs> I mean. I don't know many songs by her. I think I know maybe I like her. Like She's one good. or two others, but so, so so I didn't know they were both Lily Allen songs until like reading the credits at the end of the film and going, oh, hang on, they're both by the same person. That's interesting. Um, and yeah, and we get a bit more of Dennis Dunn as he. We, I'm sorry, but we we thought we'd be speaking for ages. We're literally eight minutes in, and we've literally nearly finished it. <laughs> What on earth? Yeah, this is... Yeah, uh, no, I think this is such a sweet bit. Can you just stop jumping up and down? I'm just checking everyone's here. Everyone being who exactly? I love Ruby's outfit in this. I think she looks amazing. Um, I'm not not keen on Rosie's. I think it's a bit ugly. Yeah, it's not the best. No, for a wedding dress, I mean... It's like a party dress. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. It looks like... but you know what? Some the, the, some of the choices of outfits and clothing items have been a bit interesting with this film. Yeah. The shoes and this dress are one of them. There's another thing that comes up later on in this bit that we're analysing that is also questionable. Yeah, it's... And, and the thing is, you can go with unconventional wedding dress and make it work. Like, yes. it doesn't have to be. Like... No. I think it's. But... I think it's actually been a while since I've referenced about time, so I'll talk about about time. Okay. Uh, in the wedding scene, in that Mary is wearing a red dress, and that works, I think, because yeah, but visually... it's so obviously it's so obvious that it's not conventional. Yes. Yeah. And with this. Yeah, and, and I I always felt like I don't know if this is true at all. I always felt like because Richard Curtis has done so many weddings, mm. putting Mary in the red dress instantly. Separates them. Yeah, it instantly helps when someone says the about time wedding scene. You go, oh, the one with the red dress. You don't go, oh, hang on, which one was that? Was that? So, so it kind of that helps. But yeah, with this, it's still kind of it's just off white, and it just yeah, it's it's like um a pinky cream color with loads of tacky sequins. I'm just not a fan of this dress, and yeah, I don't know. It's maybe a prom dress. Like it's there's yeah, I'm sure there are times you could wear it when it wouldn't seem weird but it does seem weird no yeah exactly and i think as well there's just something maybe it represents her and like how she lives i don't know is that a bad thing yeah i don't know like hmm. because she doesn't seem like her house seems quite nice in all honesty yeah by conventions she shouldn't be wearing white so off-white kind of works yeah but I think it needs to be more off-white if they're going to go by it. And I don't know how many people abide by conventions, but... I think obvious... I think they've definitely grown from kind of like that being like pure for white. Yeah. It's more like you're getting married, you wear a white dress kind of thing yeah. now. So I guess... But I think they, they should have done one or the other. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, to, to, to go with off-white, it feels like a lazy middle ground. Yeah, they should... Yeah, no, I agree. No, I agree. Um. So... Yeah, um, Ruby says everybody being who exactly, and I'm like she's so onto Alex. Like she she knows. Mm-hmm. I think she knows when Rosie doesn't know. 
mm-hmm. how much she likes her. How's the blusher bride? Like a mad bunny. <laughs> oh. Don't take this the wrong way, love. But if there's any part of you that isn't sure, even now, say the word. <laughs> we'll walk straight out of here, our heads. Oh, he's off. so nice. He's, he's so, so great. sweet. See you later, Greg, then. Let's get you hitched. And this is when we hear Littlest Things coming in a bit clearer, which is mm-hmm. written by Lily Allen, Santi White, Mark Ronson, Pierre-André Bachelet, and Roy Herve, and performed by Lily Allen, released in 2006. I tell you sad stories about my childhood. I don't know why I trusted you, but I knew that I could. We'd spend the whole weekend lying in our own dirt. I was just so happy in your boxes and your T-shirt. Am I right that she did um, a song for like a John Lewis advert at one point? Is it Somewhere Only We Know? Was that Lily Allen? Yes, yeah, 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 I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. I actually listened to that song in the car the other day. It's, 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 a, it's a lovely song. <laughs> it's, I think it's so on my sad. Spotify I really cried listening yeah. to it. I just always think of that bear and that rabbit. Yeah, it's no, just... literally Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> honestly. No, not Winnie the Pooh, it is in the... Um... But it, no, it, it, it does. It does give a little Winnie the Pooh vibes in the. Yeah, no, it does. Well. Yeah. yeah, it does. Um, and so the song carries on playing after the wedding. The thing is, I feel like we should say something about the wedding. But she she walks down the aisle. Uh, I we get, hate we the see way Alex's Greg looks. sister briefly, which is it's it's odd that I think that's. I oh, know we do get other shots of people, but we get like a proper close up on Alex's sister. I think it's, it's because it's kind of like a. It's like a hint. Well, it's make, it just makes it obvious that Alex obviously isn't there. To the viewers, who might be a bit clueless of what's going on, it's just a more spoon feeding us, isn't it? Well, do we do we know that Alex isn't there? Well, well, yeah, because that's why she looks so sad. That's a good point. Surely, because she look, she yeah, looks. I feel like we'd, Rosie, we'd see like... him. We'd get a shot of him if he was there. But I'm trying to think. We never blatantly say that he wasn't, do we? Hmm. Hmm. But that, I mean, he splits with Sally, so. They were probably having a big argument on the day. Or... Yeah. Oh, but here, his little face when he sees the invitation. Yeah. To the wedding. And so the music keeps playing as she's moving into the new house. Yeah. And her phone rings, and the phone ringing blends in with the music amazingly. <laughs> like, I just... Because I, I, I had to go back and be like, is that definitely her phone? Is that part of the music? Like, that was brilliant sound design, whoever does the sound mm-hmm. design. Come on the show. Yeah. Do our sound design. Alex places the key down in his house and takes the Back to the Future poster off the wall as the last thing. This is what we've spoken about before, isn't it? And I think it it works really well. Yeah. Um, I like how he kept it there. 
Yeah, we see that he's moving out, and I guess we, I guess we actually don't see that he's not moving out with Sally. Like we don't, we don't know whether he and Sally have just moved house. I think. I think it's clear. Music. I think yeah, it's definitely clear, but it's not completely obvious. And I really like that. It's it's allows us to kind of figure it out. Yeah. Um, And we have a big focus on the U-Haul behind him, and I'm thinking, is this a U-Haul product placement? Like, it's just maybe it probably was because. They probably used that house from them or something. No, maybe I don't know. It it was just a big focus. It was like it, they didn't need to specify what brand their moving vehicle was. Where it was just like no. it's so clear, and, and it says U-Haul bit... built-in advantage, and it's like hmm. Yeah, there's a bit as well when he closes the boots after he puts the Back to the Future in the uh, poster in, and then there's like a truck behind it. All of a sudden. Yeah, that's what I mean. The, the U-Haul thing. That's yeah, but they put that in a little bit too early, I think, or a bit too late. Maybe I'm trying. I'm trying to go f- to see it before. Yeah, that's true. I'm cuts. going. I'm going frame by frame, and it is there the whole time, but but we don't see it, so it is kind of so jarring. It just, no, I know it just looks a bit odd. In my yeah, opinion. I get you. Um, and then uh the 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 um non-diegetic music becomes briefly diegetic. As we hear, as we see Katie and Toby listening to, I it. love this. I love this bit so much because it's like, oh my gosh, it's another Alex and Rosie. Yeah, Woo! and the book definitely delves into that more. The idea of yeah. like Rosie seeing Katie uh, like about to make the same mistakes as her, and I think that's one of the things that leads Rosie and Alex to eventually getting together is like seeing Katie and Toby. Yeah, at the, the end of the wedding, and yeah, we get that a bit yeah. here. Yeah. That's, it's, so, um, that's such a sweet... I can't wait for that one. Yeah. Um, I and I spent one. ages trying to like see... To guarantee whether they had this music in mind in the first place. Yeah. But it's it's too blurry when we see the iPod to see whether it actually says that it's playing Littlest Things. Because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you have stuff like this where it's like made for a specific song that they either don't get the rights for or end up yeah. not fitting and they'll, you know... Change no, but it. I really love this bit. I love this bit so much because this bit when I saw it just made me so happy. It just, it yeah, just made me so happy um, because it's just I don't know. It's just like yes, Alex and Rosie again as little miniature people, and you kind of I think from that moment you also know that Alex and Rosie are actually gonna come together at some point. Yeah, it's like a hint. It's like a hint that they're gonna come back because of these two now. Like, yeah, and I think see. this this definitely plays into the kind of I haven't talked about it a lot because going mm. like minute by minute, I think its underlying stuff is less clear. But there yeah. is kind of an underlying sadness over everything about the fact that yes. they're not together. Yeah. Like I remember the first is. time I watched it, it just felt so sad. Like everything yeah. that they were enjoying in their lives because they weren't with each other was just absurd. I cried so much when I first watched this, and I've spoken about it so much. Like. I don't know what it was. I think it was because it was late at night, but... Do you like us? Katie, would you please... Mom! I like it as well because I don't know whether you noticed the room is very similar to when we see young Alex and Rosie. Yeah. And also... They've got a den as well. They've got a little den. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 
And then Rosie's top here. This is this is the bit that I was on about with the fashion. Because the, they, for some reason, I don't just... Yeah, I just don't understand it. Rosie's fashion sense is inconsistent. Yeah. As well. Like this, this, uh, this would be fine for like another character, but yeah. this is this is not in line with what I, mean, I did. I didn't notice it first time, like until you pointed it out. But no, mm. I know what you mean. It is odd because it's like it's it's fine. It works, and I think it helps age her a little bit. But mm, there's just no way if they put that on her. And I love that little smile that she gives. She leans against the door. Yeah, and it's like the she's end, realized. I know because it's kind of like she she knows from that like how much she loves Alex. And how much she's gonna just see them grow up together, and how nice it's gonna be. Yeah. Um, so then Rosie decides to call Sally. Mm-hmm. Well, she doesn't know it's this Sally. Is she thinks funny. she's calling Alex. Yeah. Um, and we see her doing it from the reception at work, which makes me think: Is Greg like not happy about her seeing Alex or speaking to Alex at all? That she has to make the phone call. Well. It definitely hints him. towards it, especially after the next bits that we watch yeah. of him. But obviously I won't go into that. I think it right now, at this time, you don't really think much of it. No. It's just kind of like a whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Sally. Rosie. What can I do for you? Um, is Alex there? Did he not tell you? Tell me what? Alex and I separated. What? When? About eight weeks ago. Pretty much the day of your wedding. And my note does say, like, was Rosie anything to do with their separation, do we think? Yeah, it kind of, This makes you think, but then Because like, also... obviously he finds out about the affair. So the yeah. affair has something to do with it, but I'm wondering whether some conversation about Rosie kick-started it. Yeah, that's what I mean, like... Yeah, definitely. This is something you want to know more about, but obviously mm. you can't. This is why I love so much stuff happening off camera. It camera. just it like it it deepens it the in, universe. Yeah. yeah, world building. Oh god. What? <gasps> what? I think my water just broke. Oh god. Wait, wait, are you sure? Maybe you just wet yourself. I did not wet myself. Where is herb? Herb. Oh God! Who the artist? Arm! It's happening, the baby! It's coming! Arm! And did you notice? Did you notice how um, uh, Sally said herb and, and then Rosie, Rosie said, said herb? herb. Yeah. yeah. I I really I like, like oh that. Um, what I don't like is the cut to her outside the buildings when she shouts oh, I was going to say so that so cliched yes literally oh my god I'm so happy you said that because I was going to say the same yeah no it's so annoying because every like every 2000 film has that why have you done it oh, there's just yeah. like there's just a few things in this film that I feel like I've been put in for the sake of being put in to add mm. more time or to make stuff like a little bit clearer but like we just yeah. didn't need that out shot. I don't know. It's it's so it's so annoying. So we move from this little cliche. Um, Which I hate, and so do you. Yeah, sorry, Christian. It's also, it doesn't look like Boston to me. No, I didn't even think about that. But no, it it's... looks like New York. But I I don't know. Maybe I I've never been to Boston. Yeah, 
it's um it, it definitely as well like it reminds me of one of the worst moments of friends do you know what it does look it. a bit like friends doesn't it it does yeah let's see if i can find this moment here we go so this is this is what it reminded me of um and i'll play the clip and i'll play the clip in the episode as well i, I had to throw most of it away you 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 threw my sandwich away this is how i react to sandwiches like that's just yeah awful yeah it is similar to that because it kind of it does that kind of snappy sh like the, the and i can't think of anyone ever finding that funny no it's just i mean yes it makes it more obvious that he's annoyed and screaming but come on we can we can get the idea from you just screaming i just don't think it was needed with yeah, and I think her. it doesn't fit the tone. Like I feel oh, like there would be not. a certain tone in which that could work, but mm. it that's, it wouldn't even work in a Bridget Jones. We're talking something Where way more talking... stupid. It would go into Friends. It would. And yeah. It would go into like a cringy series. So this this something else annoys me in a moment. Uh, so this okay. scene we're about to have is probably what I consider like this, one of the saddest moments in the film. Maybe the saddest moment in the film. But yeah. that comes next week. Mm -hmm. that exact point uh but they're texting and so uh, uh, so rosie says oh alex if only i'd known by the way herb and here we go so then sally said not sally rosie said uh, <laughs> alex says <laughs> Get your words uh, out. <laughs> sally was having an affair with him turns out he's the father and i was like i hate alex wording here that's just not how a real person would speak Surely his message yeah. would say, like, oh, Sally was screwing him, or she was, like, shagging him. Like, having yeah. an affair with is so matter-of-fact. But then also, is it quite mature? It is, but this isn't a time know. when you're mature. But then this it's is... also... I get a bit comfortable, the fact that Rosie says, oh, Alex. It just reminds me of him and Bethany. Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex. Where did you learn to do <laughs> yeah well that's ruined this um, scene for me uh, sorry but... sorry it's just like i i every time i'm watching it it's like oh alex i'm like oh <laughs> awkward the music's great but i just don't, i just think alex mind you it's consistent because alex has been like this in messages all the time yeah but he's just so matter of fact and it annoys me a bit mm -hmm. no i no i understand Especially because of just what's happened with the screaming. It just doesn't align very well. No. I don't know. Definitely a few faults. But then, actually, Alex doesn't... Alex doesn't really have much of a character. That's true. We don't really know much of Alex. We, don't, we can't really tell how he responds to anything. And I think that's fine. That was, like, there was a complaint among About Time that Mary wasn't much of a, a strong character. And I, I always found that fine because I'm like, we're watching this from Tim's perspective. It's fine. And I think it's yeah. the same here. We're watching this from Rosie's perspective. So I don't really care that... Especially, like, she narrated it a little bit, but only at the very start. But if we assume that it's almost Rosie telling us a story, mm -hmm. then all the ca she's going to be a fully three-dimensional character. And all the people in her life are going to be more two-dimensional because they're, they're just how she remembers them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is almost like a get out of jail free card, admittedly. But I think that's, yeah, it's, it's... I think that's genuinely valid. Um, I just wish we had a little more narration. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the text on screen? I'm fine with it, but I'm it is fine odd. with it. I'm fine with it because obviously, how else are they going to show you? Because they're not going to call each other. And at least we don't have voiceover this time. Yeah, that's what I mean. At least it's not voiceover. But I just I, there's something about texting on screen, like you know, when some films. When someone's texting, the, the camera zooms in on them texting, or yeah. it's a close-up of them texting. Oh, get it out. Yeah, I, pre- I prefer this than... I don't think there's any way of doing texting without it looking a bit odd. Yeah, I just, I'm just not you get a fan of tech... I'm just not a fan of technology in films, unless yes. it's like a TV. Yeah, if... I will accept it a little more in this, because yeah. it's a central part of the film, is the yeah, yeah messaging and emailing i just like if it were more consistent if every we have it a few times but if every time they messaged it was like this Mm. then i think that would work but we do get some emailing when it's actually just on the computer screen and i wish we didn't um because Mm -hmm. like but then again like the emailing is the whole point of the book so then exactly so it's like if you that tradition yeah but i think you've got to be consistent as well yeah i think i don't know it's like um it, did you ever watch Sherlock? No. So, so they they had a weird artistic thing, but basically any time there was any like texting, it would pop up almost like that. Yeah. But they they made that consistent and artistically consistent throughout the show, that it kind of worked. It's almost you were watching it in Sherlock's mind, and as things were happening, you'd have like zoom ins and ideas, and that yeah. that worked. But with this, yeah, I just if we had it a little bit more, it wouldn't be so jarring. But it's not yeah. the most jarring thing in the film. No, I agree. Not even the most jarring thing in these minutes. We've had a few things this week. Yeah, exactly. No, I do agree. I do like this scene though. This bit of the film. Yeah. Um, because I don't know. It's. I think it's also a good thing because it does resemble like how quickly life goes. Yes. Just like how quick it is, and I think that's what's so sad and what's so emotional about this film. Mm. Because it's so true to. What real life's like in a sense like things yeah, do just flash so. away well it's like it's like Richard Curtis said when in an interview talking about his rom-coms and he said I can't remember the exact quote but it was like people were calling him unrealistic yeah and he said if I made a movie about a serial killer murdering a baby you would you know critics would say it's jarringly realistic and yet i make a movie about people falling in love something that happens a hundred times a day yeah all across like london you know thousands of times all over the world yeah and this is unrealistic yeah and i think that's really true i mean and... like yeah technically it isn't uh, um not technically it's not realistic but that's the whole point of film that's the whole point of entertainment it takes you to yeah an escapism yeah Esca- yeah exactly so, I think we're taking a break from the questions of the week because they kind of lost steam. Uh, they have a little bit. And it just makes it a little easier for us to backlog if we need to. Yeah, that's true. Um, and also, I think we'll only really do a few film films. They're not really going to be films of the week anymore. It's kind of just going to be like a film here and there now because yeah. we have maybe maybe it will get back on track now that we're not back. We're not in school, but. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the last few weeks of school, for some reason, we had no time to watch many films. Like, yeah, films. I agree. 
It was Did so you if have you caught a film this week? So I've been watching the new Fear Streets on Netflix. I've heard okay. things about them. I've heard very mixed things. I have not yet. They're seen. they're they're bad, but I like the premise. Of, they're of fun. The they are so fun. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. That's the best thing about them. I think it's because obviously you get the first one, and then the second one was out last week, and then this one's out the sixteenth. The next one, mm. the third one. I'd li- I like that because it's like a series, and it's quite consistent and quick i hate it when you watch a film and you're waiting about three years for the next one to come out it's painful it is painful and then often you've kind of fallen out of love with the film by the time the sequel comes out well exactly i mean don't get me wrong fear street isn't they're not good films well they are they're fun to watch and the first one was definitely a little bit interesting it was pretty gruesome i must admit the sec the second one wasn't too bad Oh, I was a little bit bored in the second one, I'm not going to lie. But I love Sadie Sink uh, from Stranger Things, so I had to watch it. I'm excited for the third one, see what happens. I'll probably give give them a binge all the way no, through. No, definitely. They're kind yeah. of like that film that you put on because you've got nothing else to watch. But yes, you, yeah. you have fun watching it, so it's not a waste of your time. You're just having fun whilst watching it. You, you were talking about com- horrors that are fun to watch. Yeah. I watched the horror comedy Freaky in the cinema uh, oh yeah you mentioned that on the last episode yeah. didn't you okay is and it any it good it was yeah it was so some of the dialogue is some of the worst written dialogue i've ever heard okay but i had so much fun with this movie mm. and listening to some of the like reading some genuine like critic reviews and stuff that seems to be the general consensus as people are just like this shouldn't work but it is so much fun yeah seeing vince vaughn acting like he's got the brain of a teenage girl is one of the funniest things that yeah. i've ever seen and it's just very, okay. very funny. But I will pre-warn anyone going to see it. It is, I guess not surprisingly, because it's a horror comedy, but it is it is gruesome. It is way gorier than I expected it to be. They often There's are some... now, I feel like. Mm. Really, really gruesome. Especially at 15. Like, I, some yeah. of the stuff definitely draws the line between 15 and 18. Well, Fear Street, Fear Street is really gruesome. I mean, I've watched all the Saw movies, and mm. I didn't think the Saw movies were that gruesome, honestly. And these, that's, I'm comparing saw to this and i honestly think these are probably more gruesome okay yeah, yeah I, i'm trying to think i'm trying to think i, I guess i haven't really That's watched weird. a ton of like gruesome gruesome yeah. movies like I, I guess i probably only watched ones where like the gore is incidental rather than ones where it's like oh this is famous for being gruesome but yeah there's so there's there's a couple like within the first 10 minutes of freaky it was like it started almost like a PG-13 teen movie. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be like Happy Death Day. kind. Of. It's from the same director as Happy Death oh, Day. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was expecting it to be like that level where it's like yeah. the comedy's over the violence. And the comedy is over the violence. But then you've got to remember that one of the main characters is a serial killer. Because I, until recently, did not go to the cinema very often. It's probably the mm. first time I've seen a properly gory film on the big screen. Yeah. So like I had probably like actual... Reactions, it's like, oh no, yes, yeah, <laughs> oh. no. and there were an el- there was an elderly couple like a few seats away from me, and I was like, do you know what you came in for? <laughs> and it made me just more aware of every time there was swearing, every time there was violence, because I was like, mm-hmm. are they still here? <laughs> <laughs> They're not left yet. Um, but I watched Black Widow. Else. I watched oh, Black yeah. Widow in the cinema. How was that? Um, terrible. I, ha- I, oh my gosh. Marvel films are full on going downhill so much, honestly. <laughs> like, I used to like them. I'll be honest, I did used to like them. I knew there was obviously stuff... There's 
I don't know. It's difficult to explain with Marvel films. Like they're always going to be loved by little people, but they, yeah, they really didn't do well with Black Widow. And I think they're they're slightly losing steam as well. Yeah, they like are. Black Widow's Endgame... come out, and I feel like people weren't aren't talking about Black Widow. Like no, whereas it was Endgame... like whenever any yeah, because Endgame just just came out. Endgame was huge. Everyone loved it. You and can't then... beat that. <laughs> no, I mean I preferred Infinity War out of Endgame, but. It just ended. It ended, so we don't want to. We don't really care about Black Widow. Black Widow is probably one of the smaller Avengers, anyway. So obviously, I'm hoping it kind of leads to a different path, but we'll see. So, do you think the way they filmed it was just? Yeah. Do you think that post Endgame they should either have like taken a break for a couple of years and allowed you to, or just done the TV stuff? Kind of been like, hey, film's over. Now we do. Mm, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I think as I've gotten older, I've kind of drifted away from them because obviously I've understood that they are a little bit shit. But when I was younger, obviously I would prefer the films. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't like I. Sorry about the barking. <laughs> having not seen them, I know I've got to delve into them eventually, and so it's going to be one of those annoying things where you, where I'm going to know that it gets bad. Yeah. And like that's that's one of the worst things when you go into a franchise and you My mum's got all the dogs out, so if you can hear them barking, oh, that's fine. why. They're just running around. <laughs> but yeah, it's I, I think that's that's definitely something which I will delve yeah. into eventually. I meant to do it over lockdown, I didn't. But and when I find like proper I mean I found out today that apparently I thought I'd cancelled our Disney Plus and we've been paying for months, so I'm <laughs> so I'm like, okay, better start watching stuff on Disney now before I actually cancel it. That's so, so. annoying. Yeah, the only advantage being we've been paying since before it got more expensive, so we still get it at the cheaper oh, okay. for a while. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I'm going to see whether I can persuade my family to be like, let's keep it for a, for a while longer, because mm-hmm. it's going to be more expensive later on. See, um, I paid, I think it was like 70 dish for this year. Okay. Yeah, we were doing the monthly, so it's like so it's like five ninety nine a month, which oh, okay. isn't terrible. Like, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, but but yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks everyone for listening to Thank today's listening. episode of the Love Rosie podcast. Yeah, it's been I great. feel like these are getting shorter, but maybe that just yeah. means we're learning what we're doing. Yeah, uh, and we kind of just get to the point. Of it. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. but do feel free to let us know whether you prefer the longer ones or the shorter ones. Whether yeah, you like the tangents or want us to stay on topic, and it can help us in the edit. Um. But yeah, huge thanks for listening today. Ellen, where can they find us on social media? Oh, I don't know what I've just done. Uh, um, you can find us on the Love Rosie pod, at Love Rosie pod, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. I always get this wrong, or I always like stumble <laughs> on it, even though I should know it. It's just funny. And they can email us at loverosypod at gmail.com. You can also yeah. find us on IMDb, Podchaser, and whatever podcast platform yeah. you Yeah, and you can find our individuals via the at loverosy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll yeah. leave it there. Bye. Yeah, we'll leave it there. All right, bye. The Love Rosie podcast theme is performed by Ethan O'Mahony and is a cover of Reprise from the Love Rosie soundtrack, originally composed by Ralph Regenmayer. The Love Rosie podcast is produced by Bottle It Productions and is distributed by Lemon Drop Studio. For more podcasts and blogs, visit lemondrops.com.